You are listening to the True Lad Podcast. I'm Gaz and Tony Shaw, and you're listening to True Lad Podcast. Thanks for joining us today. Alright. Um, so tell me about your book. Um, I got asked I wanted to do one a while ago, and I thought, you know what it is, there's no point, I've got nothing really to talk about, I mean, I'm only 20, 25 in the day, and what about the you think of, like, <laughs> other people, but I think a lot of people just got, like, um, they don't know, like, what I'm really like, I mean, obviously I go out and I pull girls, and I get drunk, and blah, blah, like, you know, Jodie Shaw, but again, there's a lot more to me than just that as well, so I just wanted to show people a little bit more into what I'm actually, like, really like, I suppose. I think it's kind of a diary because when I sort of heard autobiography, I thought, okay. And then when I read it, I think it's sort of, it's it's like a section of your life. It is. It's like a diary without the boring bits. It's all the bits that people want to yeah. know. It's a speeded up diary. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, it's nice as well. A lot of young people watch Tony Show, but you've got a lot of 14, 15, 16 year olds who watch it and they don't know what I was like at school or if you've got a kid that's not popular at school and not that confident, I mean, he can read it and see that. I was quite shy at school and what I was like at school and all that kind of stuff and like losing virginity and all that, I mean, I guess that, that helps as well, especially with a younger audience and obviously the older people are just interested in how you got on Jordy Shaw, what it's like being on there and all that kind of stuff. So yeah, I was just trying to get everything in there really. And there's some great photos. <laughs> and that was my big damn photo. <laughs> I think it's I, good I, 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 I was like, kill up one of them, I was like, why would you ever <laughs> send that off to the book players? Oh. <laughs> I think it's a, it's a mum thing. It's good though, but that that also is good because I think there's nothing worse than when you read someone's book and it's full of these sort of stunningly glamorous photos and you just think, oh, come on. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I didn't even know what pictures my mum was. I didn't see that picture until I opened that book, <laughs> and I was just like, oh my god, I could kill. You. But again, you're right. It is. It's funny. The worst ones you can get, really. But no, nah, there's some there's some funny ones in there. And did you find it quite an exposing sort of process? Because it's, it's, I was quite sort of surprised how honest it is. You know, it's, some people's books are very kind of, they skip over bits and change things around to kind of make themselves sound better. But I think it's really honest and it's good. Yeah, I mean, there's no point in doing it if you're not going to go into what, that's it, in part of detail. But no, again, yeah, it's just good, it's just good, it's good to give people a bit more insight to me what life's like outside Jolly Show, I guess, and what, what I was like before Jolly Show even came around. And what other things have you got going on? Because you're not just sort of doing the TV stuff, are you? No, I think what you've got to do is, I mean, this isn't going to last forever, do you know what I mean? I mean, I, I don't know if we're doing a two series, three series, one series, you never know. And, but you know, One day this is all going to end. Um, and I think it's about using it wisely and setting yourself up for the future. Um, and for me, I mean, I was getting, when I first started, I get, I was getting a lot of free clothes and all that kind of stuff. I feel like, oh, I'll send you like ten free t-shirts, and then they were like, they were selling a t-shirt I'd worn Jordy Shaw like a thousand times, and like, I was like, wait a second, I'm just doing all this pub, like like promotion for you like for free. Yeah. So I worked out if I bought, if I bought a shop and I put me like I bought the brands and I put them in the shop and I make the money and not some other company. Um. So yeah, I opened the shop and um, that's called Project Seven Two Two. So I've got that going on. Um, got like six or seven girls work there, so that's quite a a fun workplace. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't. I, I, I don't even employ lads. It's like you're a lad, you'd not get a job. Uh, <laughs> but no, that, that, yeah, that's quite a fun thing. I mean, um, and then I've got the whole gym thing, this little nutrition thing going on with a few more shots and all that. But again, people are like, oh, I want to use the gym, or I, I want to start the gym. I don't know what I use. 
reviews and there's so many products out there. I just want a quite an easy product that'll give you a bit of energy, a little bit of energy in the gym and help you burn a bit of fat while, mm. while you're out there, really. So I just went there and then and my dream was always, I said one thing I always love to do is to, to be up to own a nightclub. Absolutely. And in this company, yes, they are expensive and it's hard work and there's a lot of competition. Um, but I, I just ended up buying a nightclub, like a big club, um, in Zandy out of all places. So I literally can't wait for this summer. Um, so it's, it's, a, it's a beach club, it's more like a pool party and stuff. So I mean, we've got like 18 or 30 and doing two like pool parties every week. Um, I'll be doing a pool party there every week. Um, 20s are doing a couple of pool parties. So like every day is a different pool party on for the whole summer. So that's just going to be absolute mayhem. What about kind of acts? Are you going to have anyone kind of come and sort of DJ or MC yeah, or anything? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, mean I know that uh, DJ Target and that um, from Video One, so I'll get, get them over. Uh, I'll like Annie Mack, I'll get Westwood, just house DJs, small well, big DJs, a bit of everyone really. Um, You've got to get MC uh, Neat as well. Who? MC Neat. Oh, yeah, they're the typical I and Apple, aren't they? I love Mike. That, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he's I mean, yeah, we'll get that. People like that are all if you love that kind of vibe, yeah, that kind of act. So, yeah, I'm sure we'll ever be involved. And I've got like every Thursday, I'm doing a pool party where I'm going to take someone different over. So, one week it might be Vicky, next week it might be Scott, the next week it might be um, like, I know, like someone from Cali, like Mario, and next week maybe Joey Essex, then Arch. So, my pool party, I'm just going to bring someone with us like every week. That'd be fun. I think it'd be a great idea, and it's it's what you know, isn't it? You know, if you don't know how to party by now, there's a problem. <laughs> yeah, exactly. so, <laughs> one thing I know I'm good at. <laughs> what were you doing before? Because I think I sort of read that you were tiling before Jolly Shaw. It says you were yeah, tiling. Yeah, I mean, I left, when I first left school, I went to the Um Loved the fitness, just didn't like the lifestyle, um, so I left there. But did a few little course at jobs, and then yeah, I did a, a four-year apprenticeship in like wall and floor tiling. I'm a fully qualified Tyler if all goes pear shaped. That's a good job. Very expensive. If you see it in the building site, it's all gone air. <laughs> yeah, if you just stood there in your club with your tiles. <laughs> <laughs> just devastating. That could but be your no, thing, uh, actually. You could do like um, an intensive tiling course abroad in a club in Zanti. Absolutely. And and you should get people to pay to come and lay a tile in your pool. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's good. I mean, I'm buzzing with that. And, um, yeah, I mean, the Thailand thing, again, is a normal job. It's a good thing. I've got, I've got a trade under my belt. Um, yeah. I think it's a good thing to fall back on if you ever need it. Um, but yeah, just a normal average job. Thailand, then I was on the door for a little bit because I went to work abroad. So I couldn't get I couldn't get a job Thailand when I got back, so I had to go to the tour. Um, <laughs> yeah, I've, I've, done, I've done everything, believe it. But that's good. You could have a DIY show when you're kind of pushing fifty and partying's a little bit harder. Yeah, like guys, it's tiling. Yeah, on whilst wasted, drunk tiling. Yeah, the corners under the hammer, but like <laughs> smashed. You literally, the people could pay you to come and demolish their house, like like the opposite. <laughs> while, while I'm drunk. Yeah, I think I would. I think that would be way more interesting. Drunk yeah. DIY. <laughs> <laughs> that's the feature it's probably a massive self and he- like health and safety issue with that but you know <laughs> we don't worry about it um, okay so we've got a few questions so I'll just rattle through them yeah. and you can say pass if you want to where yeah. are you okay what's the definition of a true lad <sighs> a true lad um, it's a, a lad that it's a 
lad that loves going out. He's that kid that when he's out with all his mates, he's the one making everyone laugh. He's the one pulling the fittest bird. He's the centre of attention. He's a good-looking one. I think that is just like a true lad, isn't it? Like lad behaviour. Like you know, they'll do it like a bird. They'll take a funny picture and go and show the ball in the morning, and he'll be like, well, the one everyone's talking about at school or whatever. That's like the lad. So it's like, like Jack the lad, isn't it? Guys want to be him and girls want to do him. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, who should be the manager for England? Um, tricky one. Manager England will obviously not Roy Hodgson picking <laughs> cleverly again. Um, I mean, it's a tricky one. I mean, the, the, the managers have had like Sven Goran Eriksson, for example. They're so random just picking the managers. <laughs> Um, I don't know. I think it's a put. The thing is, though, it doesn't matter who they put. You haven't really got a, a massive choice of players, and anyway, it's the same kind of team that gets picked, whoever it is. Yeah. Um, so I, I don't really know. What about somebody like Beckham, who actually knows sort of how to play? Yeah, Beckham would be good, but again, work experience and management of the team, he hasn't really got a lot. Um, I think someone like. Um, Probably Charlton as well. Someone who's been there and done it. Do you know what mm. I mean? Yeah. So one, with, one, with one age and so on. Yeah, one of the old England team actually won the World Cup. I think they know what the pressure's like. They know what it's like. They know how to deal with it. All that kind of stuff. So, just like that. Okay, so who is your favourite football player? Um, I like Ronaldo. Me. Mm. I think he's just he's just cool as fuck. He literally. He's just like, he scores ridiculous goals, he's skillful, he pulls birds, he's got a wicked cause and stuff. <laughs> he's just like, he's like the modern day Beckham, isn't he? So how Beckham yeah. used to be. He's like the new Beckham. No, he's, 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 he's just, just so wicked. I don't, I don't think many people turn him down for many things. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's got, I mean, it's, it's got to be Ronaldo. I mean, the kid's just unbelievable. Who has the best tits on Twitter? <laughs> there is loads. I mean, it's not the one when you click on a bird like a glam model and it's like similar to these people. I know. <laughs> it's just like model, 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 model. Like, there's so many of them. Um, so yeah, I mean, the, the, it used to be like certain Now there's just so many tits on Twitter. It is too many. I, I couldn't name one. There's loads. That's very diplomatic and probably quite clever. You've not cock blocked yourself at all there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. send them to me and I'll, I'll tell you. You know, there you go. There's an opportunity. Um, okay, so what five things should a woman have or be? Have or be? Uh, banter. Mm -hmm. Natural looks. Yeah. Is this what a girl, I would like to be all just a girl. Just yeah, like what, what you like, what you look for, like your top five things. Uh, um, I just have banter. Yeah. Who's not serious about a lot of things? Like I, I don't want a girl that's standing there needs to be pulled like a, like a, a girl that loves herself. Do you know what I mean? I love a girl that be dancing or having a laugh or that mm. kind of stuff. Um, naturally pretty. Yeah. Um, a girl who can just wake up, put a pair of jogging bottoms on, put a hoodie on, tie her hair up, and you still fancy the arse of her. And then probably again just a and trendy. Yeah, definitely. But then again, if you found all of that in a girl, and then you could style her, 
you know? What? You, you could find a girl with all those things that just like, I don't know, whatever, and then you could style her and, you know, she could be like your creation. It's a bit frankenstein I guess, but, you know. Exactly. <laughs> like a, like a Probably a bit weird, but, you know. Um, if you could play football for a team, who would you play for? Newcastle. I was going to say, I, I sort of thought it was a stupid question. Um, what's the least <laughs> known thing about you? The what? The least known thing, like something people don't know. Um, I love Western films. Do you? <laughs> okay, everyone's got to have a passion. <laughs> no comment. Do you think you get that from your granddad? Yeah, probably. I walk in, I'll see that. Then, you know, I, I sit down and watch them. <laughs> um, so yeah, I've just started like them. Do you have a favourite? Um, Magnificent Seven or Jesse J. <laughs> that's, that's how to win his heart. Take him to see a Western film whilst wearing a hoodie and having your hair up and not looking. Yeah. At You're going to find all these girls walking down the street towards you with iPads with these Western films dressed like that, you know? I do, I can name them all off Wikipedia. <laughs> exactly, that, that's like a cultural thing. So what's been the best day of your life so far, apart from talking to me? <laughs> um, it's Christmas, Christmas Day, the year after I got a joint show where I actually had money for once and I actually like, gave everyone what they wanted. That's nice. Um, like, I, I and everyone was crying. I'd give me granddad. My granddad always wanted to go to um, an F1 Grand Prix, so I got him, like, pit stop, pit lane tickets for um, Silverstone. My sister had always wanted um, a certain, I mean, a car, so I got her out in only year three. My mum had always wanted this jewelry set, but I got her as well. Oh, that's which, nice. Which never afford. So then every single person was, like, crying and then they looked at their presents and stuff. So, yeah, probably, like, that Christmas day. And what about the worst one? Worst day. Probably was like when I came back from Malia, I had the best summer of my life. I was 22, 23, didn't have a job, on the door, fitting playing on Call of Duty, with not a clue what I was going to do in my life. <laughs> you were in need of a care package, do you see? I'm sorry? You were in need of a care package, that's my COD reference. Yeah, care package. <laughs> Get a care package in an extra, extra friggin' life. <laughs> But then I think, though, there is something in life, I reckon, with everybody that I know who's done some great things, they've always had that moment that was really, really low. It's like, it almost seems like you need that to kind of then go back. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I've had, I've had a little moment, you know, I've seen that book where my mum and stepdad got off like 18 years, my sister got us have a little flat, my mum didn't have a job, well, I didn't have a job, we moved in with my granddad, and it was like, we got bottom. Mm. So five years later, my mum's happily married. Do you think so, that remembering yeah, that like keeps you to be like a really like because you you're quite a grounded like you seem like a nice person so do you reckon that remembering that sort of helps? Yeah, I don't I don't think I think it's a change in that. Not, nothing nothing would change me. I'm not one of them people that you'll see prancing around London getting tapped and getting put on a daily meal online. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> I kind of like keep yourself inside. I'd rather concentrate on the business side of it and get some good things going to when it does end. I mean, there's so many people being on TV now and stuff, and they've been on TV for two or three years and they haven't got a business under their belt, they're just living their life. Yeah. I, I mean, I can have a nice car, a nice house, and kick back and go and buy a bottle of champagne every night in clubs and stuff, but when it all ends tomorrow, I would have nothing. 
and that's the biggest thing and I think that's the thing like because watching the big reunion I was like how can some of these people like not have had the brains yeah, to sort of invest the, 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 the so, if, I, if I get this club and you turn over I mean if you're doing say 120 grand a year of a nutrition thing I mean your club would, could do a quarter million pound a year profit your businesses could do half a million pound a year do you know what I mean so mm. even sort of a couple of businesses so the choice will end tomorrow I know I'm kicking back on half a million pound a year for the next that club will be busy for the next five ten years do you know what I mean so it's about for me it's about using this using this wisely to try and sum yourself up for the future well you're laying foundations well, and you're building yeah, like well your contacts as, yeah. Yeah, as well as, yeah as well as having fun at the same time I suppose yeah god I hate you <laughs> <laughs> I just realised this is completely awful. Um, what about your five top tips for dating? Like, what are your kind of like five pulling tips? Because there's parsnip tips throughout the book, but like, what are your kind of solid, reliable? Um, for me, it's like it's a bit different. Um, I, I mean, my worst date ever is like going for a meal. I think it's the most pointless in the world. Like, you sit down, you're like, "How's you? How's work? Where's your mum work? Like, where do you live?" <laughs> your previous jobs you might now and again get a bit of banter going with someone but it's, it's just nerve wracking you're sitting opposite someone and it's nerve wracking I'd rather go and do something fun like quad biking or paintballing or I don't know anything anything fun I think is a good date um, go karting I think I'd appreciate that a lot more um, don't go in clubs buying girls drinks or you sat up and just don't work um, yeah, that's pretty much it really. No, I think that's right. I think if you like somebody, you kind of hang out with them, and then if it develops, it develops, and if not, you get yeah. what you want. And no, do, I, do you want to go for a meal? <laughs> <laughs> I think it's horrendous. You sit there feeling like you're about to be interviewed. <laughs> it's, like, it's like an interview. It's like, oh, uh, I know I got your number when I was smashed in that nightclub on Saturday night, but uh, what do you do for a living? What? And you have to pretend that you remembered everything they told you. It's it's intense. Nobody needs that. No yeah, way. it's like you go caught and it's just fun and blah blah. You have a laugh and you get on with them. You get on with them. If you don't, you don't. You don't go. Maybe a meal for the third or fourth date. Do you know what I mean? But not the first. I don't know. Do you ever need to do that? <laughs> I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan of any of that. It's yeah, all very funny. Yeah, are you coming back tonight? Yeah. Are we? Are we having a Domino's? You know. <laughs> that's pretty much my chatline. Uh, are you coming in this taxi or not? I think that's that's the one good thing about the show, though. It's given you a kind of like. You know, women know to approach you. It's it's sort of like a magnet. It's clever. Yeah, the thing is, though, like, the clever thing is, girls, girls, girls want sex as much as lads, right? Mm. But a lad, a lad will go out and look for it and blah blah. Girls can't act like that than being a lad. But if you just said to a girl, if you're honest with them, and you were like, how do you, how do you put it? It's like you never see a girl come a lad and come and go, look, don't come back, mate, just for sex. I just want to fuck you and then get get out. You know what I mean? <laughs> Yeah. It would, it would, if a girl came in and was like, joke about mine for a bang and all I want from you, you'd be like, what? But a lad is like, look, a lad is saying, it's like, tricky. So if you've got a girl, a girl comes to me that know exactly what they're getting, which is just sex, do you know what I mean? So it's kind of like, that, I think it makes a girl, it makes me more portable. Do you think though as well though that part of them are thinking that I could be that girl? You you've kind of like you're like the ultimate challenge for women, aren't you? It's like if they could turn you into the guy who goes for a meal. Like, you know, that's it. If I ever tweet a picture of me having a meal, blockers. Yeah, that's the point when I will lose all respect for you, just as long as we're aware of that. I'm like, game over for me, Britain. 
I don't know why people, I think that you're right though, it is, it's a socially acceptable thing, but you do have to kind of get to a point where you just accept that, that's something I say to my friends endlessly, they're like, why hasn't he called me? And I'm like, because you met him an hour ago and you fucked him afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> He's not yeah, going to call. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, that's never good as well, I think it's a good thing, if you do it in a nice, you've got to be a dickhead in a nice way. Like, <laughs> if, I, if, I, if I pulled you, right, and I took you back and it was two o'clock in the morning, but I had the best sex ever, but I was like, right, babe. Go on, I'll put your taxi, see you later, get out. And I'll kick you out of my house at three in the morning. You'd go back and tell all your ten mates that I'm a dickhead. Exactly. Right? If I took you back, had sex, whatever, cuddled, went to bed, woke up in the morning, you got ready, you could lie as long as you wanted, I made sure you were right, you had enough money for a taxi, text on your home, you go back and think, good is, that's like, that's, yeah, that's a nice guy. You go and tell your ten friends that I'm, a, I'm sound and I'm a nice guy, and then if I ever see your ten friends out and try and chat one of them up, she was like, I remember him, he's actually a nice guy, I remember thinking he's saying, he's like, do you know what I mean? So it works well to be a dickhead, but in a nice way. Do you know what? You've got to buy a taxi firm in Newcastle. That's another source of revenue for you, you know? That's it. Walk of shame taxis. That's what you should do, there must be something in that, with like a, you know, they could have like little vanity mirrors in the back and a little sink and all that you know the morning after the night before taxi it's, it's a, that there you go business idea yeah, exactly. it's <laughs> okay so what has been your best purchase so far uh my car yeah i quite like your car i was a little bit like <laughs> i quite like a car like that yeah definitely my car i didn't mean bags on anything I, I bought myself a watch and a car that's literally all i bought i, I save everything i don't spend anything i like just I just, I, just, I just want to save up a million pounds. That's me in my life. <laughs> and then what will you do? Just like take a screenshot of it on your bank thing online. You'll just be like, "This is this is." I will. I'm going to tweet it and see. I don't care what anyone thinks about me doing this, but I've, I've <laughs> saved for three years. And I've managed to cover. That's amazing. Then you could have that printed and put on a tile. Um. So where can people find you online? Online. Mm, like on Twitter and things like that. Yeah, just Twitter. Um. Facebook's <laughs> 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 um, yeah, just obviously on Twitter. Do you know your Twitter? Um, right? Yeah, Gaz G Shaw. Gaz G Shaw, okay. And so if you if yours is yours is verified, yeah? Because I find that people even set up Facebooks for me, which is hilarious. And I just think to myself, like, Jesus Christ <laughs> Get a uh, uh, There's one kid on Facebook got about six hundred thousand likes on a stage <laughs> of me. And he I think I tweet. He puts on Facebook, so it's like, I've been off to Birmingham to watch Drake. He'll put the same thing on. He got like 2,000 <laughs> likes. I'm like, mate, I want this page off you now. Like, give it a beat. And it goes, goes in clubs. No good like, goes in clubs, come in, going, Dad, it's me. I'm like, what? They're like, I can get you on Facebook. I've sent you pictures and everything. I'm like, that is not me. You're totally new. This kid must be cleaning up on Facebook, honestly, getting pictures of girls. You almost kind of admire him. That's kind of intelligent. Yeah, I do. He's using me to pull words. Imagine if it's a woman. I know, a lesbian. She's done well. Yeah, I was going to say, like, she could be, like, the ultimate gay. Am I allowed to say that? Probably not. Um, <laughs> very, very entrepreneurial. And is there anything that you haven't done yet that you're going to do or that you want to do? Uh, at the minute, I'm just taking things week by week and just seeing what opportunities come up with and what, what happens, really. Um it, it, I mean, it's endless. You could get asked to do another TV show. You could, we'll be doing another five season story show. We could do another two. That could take you anywhere. You could get offered your own show. You, you could get anything. Do you know what I mean? So, um, 
I think that's the best way to live. And is there going to be another series of Geordie Show? Yeah, um, yeah, we're sort of filming in a week's time, so we'll come back next week. So, yeah, it's all coming, don't worry. Gaz and My Parsnip by Gary Beadle himself is out now in hardback from John Blake Publishing and it's priced at fourteen ninety nine. so you can get yourself a copy and find out how the parsnip became roasted by the great female population. You are listening to the True Lad Podcast. <laughs>